Beloved brothers and sisters, we live in sobering yet hope-filled times. Jesus foretold that prior to his return, many would fall away and lawlessness would increase. As we await our blessed hope, we must examine if this spiritual decay has infected our own hearts. Scripture sternly warns us not to love the world or adopt its patterns. We belong to Christ now, purchased at an infinite cost. His transforming grace enables us to live righteously, rejecting sin's fleeting pleasures. Yet some trivialize God's grace, reasoning that it gives license to sin. May it never be. Grace empowers us to live uprightly. We must test and prove our faith through obedience, warning even believers ensnared by sensuality. Christ stands ready to forgive and restore the repentant, but we must turn from wickedness with the Spirit's power. As in Jesus' parable of the wise and foolish virgins, many slumber spiritually unaware of the hour. We know neither the day nor the hour of Christ's return. Therefore, we must walk circumspectly, living prepared and set apart, shining as lights in deep darkness. Take heart, beloved. God always provides a way to escape temptation. Where sin abounds, grace superabounds. If today you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Seek first his kingdom. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast, the ultimate destination for those yearning to cultivate a passionate, intimate relationship with God. Join your host, Evan Evans, as he explores the depths of scripture, shares inspiring testimonies, and provides practical guidance to help you become a true God Chaser. Discover the transformative power of pursuing God's presence and be inspired to reignite your spiritual journey. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and get ready to embark on an adventure that will change your life forever. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. Let the chase begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the God Chaser Podcast with me, your host, Evan Evans. In today's episode, we are going to look at how we ought to be living as Christians. Yes, we are talking about the standards we are called to live by. My friends, if you have confessed Jesus as Lord and believed God raised him from the dead, you have been born again into new life. What an incredible gift to go from spiritual death to becoming a new creation. When we first believed, it was like stepping out of darkness into light. The veil lifted as we were transferred into Christ's kingdom. Yet practically, we must remember that spiritual rebirth precedes life transformation. Habits once enslaved us, and sin appealed to our flesh. Through repenting and believing the gospel, we ultimately died and rose with Jesus. But there is still a process of becoming what we are now in Him. Our minds and ways of living require ongoing renewal if we want to shine the light of Christ. You see, this physical realm lures us strongly. By default, we tend to gravitate back towards old comforts and patterns. But Scripture exhorts us, do not love the world or anything in it. We were bought at an infinite price through Christ's blood. We no longer belong to ourselves but to Him who laid down His life to redeem us. He graciously adopts us as sons and daughters in His family. Being new creations, we must feed on spiritual food to grow. What do babies desire? Milk. God's Word nourishes our reborn spirits. Through it, Christ's life flows into us. Prayer is likewise essential. Communicating with the Lord vitalizes our relationship with Him. If we neglect these basics, we stagnate and easily drift back towards our former ways. Tragically, many thereby quench the Holy Spirit within. What grieves God's heart today? Love is growing cold as lawlessness increases. People live selfishly, following sinful passions. Some who once believed now deny Christ with their ungodly lives. 
Do not be deceived. Only those led by the Spirit are His true children. Yet despite humanity's rebellion, the Father still extends mercy. Even now He patiently waits, wanting none to perish but all to come to repentance. My friend, if your love has grown cold or sin has entangled you, receive forgiveness today. God embraces the prodigal, but we must return to Him wholeheartedly, leaving worldly life behind. In Romans chapter 12 verse 1, Paul urges us, brothers and sisters, to offer yourselves as living sacrifices. Pursue complete surrender to God as your spiritual act of worship. Then you will know His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Do not conform any longer to former ways, but be transformed by mind renewal from the Scriptures. Discern and prove God's desires. Realize what brings Him joy versus sorrow. As this age draws quickly to a climax, we must wake up from slumber. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders while redeeming time. Understanding the Lord's will, live as children of light, for the days are evil. Soon Christ shall return for a radiant bride, washed pure by His blood. With anguish I must declare that much of what passes for Christianity today grievously dishonors our Lord. Church culture increasingly resembles the world instead of a city on a hill. We've compromised holy standards to appear attractive and gain converts. But in doing so, we accommodate people living in disobedience. What fellowship has light with darkness? None. Scripture commands us bluntly. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this age. Fix your eyes on Jesus, pursuing lives worthy of our calling. His mercy allows time for restoration, but many now slumber on the precipice of judgment, unaware. Let's get real about today's state of affairs. We excuse and even celebrate Christians who party hard, post racy selfies, use foul language, and live with partners outside marriage. Yet the Bible strictly prohibits drunkenness, sexual immorality, coarse talk, and fornication. Watch televangelists peddling your best life now, themed gospels that exalt worldly success and self-actualization. Where's Christ, the suffering servant who calls us to deny ourselves, take up the cross, and follow him? We must stem these streams that flood churches with ear-tickling myths masquerading as grace. Vulgar music failing to meet even basic decency standards gets reclassified as Christian to swell numbers. Our kids consume this entertainment non-stop through headphones and participate in TikTok challenges celebrating all kinds of craziness. Parents check out, oblivious to the filth corrupting young hearts and minds. But no matter how culture reframes things, God's standards remain unchanged. His word clearly outlines what displeases him. Let everyone who names Christ's name depart from wickedness. Stop flirting with sin, assuming grace sanctions it. The Father longs to pour out His Spirit but finds few vessels cleansed for His use. Why this spiritual drought when His power remains unlimited? Beloved, we must return to our first love and reject everything competing for our affections. Take an honest look in the mirror. Have ambience and programs replaced brokenness and prayer? Do rock concert atmospheres and skinny jeans attract bigger offerings? What fills hearts post-service, coffee, brunch, and football, or intercession in God's Word? Beloved, we must offer ourselves as living sacrifices, refusing worldly contamination. Then, as good soldiers of Christ, we will please the one who enlisted us, sharing in suffering as we contend earnestly for the faith once delivered to all the saints. The night is far gone, and the day draws near. We must wake from slumber, as Romans 13 declares, cast off deeds of darkness and walk properly as in the daytime. Put on the armor of light, 
exemplifying virtue, dignity, and self-control. Let Christ blaze through you to dispel these dark days. Brothers and sisters, we possess one opportunity to sojourn here. As Hebrews 3 warns, if you hear his voice today, do not harden your hearts. Circumcise your ears to receive his correction. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. It cleans your hands and purifies hearts. Then he will lift you up and restore your joy in him. The chief shepherd stands ready to forgive, heal, and recommission those who turn from wandering. Prodigals, it's time to come home as our world spirals out of control. Let us meet him through repentance so that he may revive the work of his hands. Oh, may fresh grace empower us towards radical holiness in these last of the last days. Friends, if we claim the name of Christ, how should we then live? Scripture offers clear guidance anchoring us amid shifting trends. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul highlights the core aspects of sanctification, God's will realized in his people by the Spirit's power. This process involves becoming holy ourselves, just as the Lord is holy. God called us to reflect his purity and radiate his glory in an unbelieving world walking in darkness. Therefore, we must renounce sexual immorality and learn self-control regarding passion and desire. Casual hookups or cohabiting couples insult God's gift of intimacy, meant only for marriage between a man and a woman. Plainly state, stop getting entangled in compromised relationships. Redirect affections to adore Christ instead of chasing fleshly substitutes. Additionally, we ought to control our communication in all we do. Reject speaking deceitfully or being fueled by hidden agendas. Be trustworthy and thoughtful in word and deed. This aligns with Christ's model, who demonstrated perfect integrity, transparency, and care for others. In summary, God's will looks like holiness, sexual purity, honest speech, ethical actions, and self-control with the Spirit's help. Our behavior and beliefs must honor divine standards, not merely mirror culture. Why? God called us to be set apart and share Christ effectively with others. Brothers and sisters, we want unbelievers to win Jesus in these last days. How? By observing believers devoted to righteous living and good works. Is your life defined by such traits? If not, repent. Pray for more grace to walk uprightly. Then you will shine for Jesus amid crookedness and dark shadows. The time is now to wake up, as Scripture warns. Evaluate everything against God's plumb line. Hold fast to what aligns with sound doctrine. Reject what contradicts it. Represent well the kingdom to which you belong, loyal citizens of heaven, not apathetic bystanders resembling society. May pursuing sanctification in the church define us until Christ returns. Friends, Scripture lights the path we must take as this age ends. Jesus could return at any moment. Therefore, let go of sin and useless things slowing you down. Keep your eyes on the Lord so you can follow His ways. In Hebrews, we read that many good people of faith have finished their race. They cheer us on as we run our own race of faith. We must keep looking to Jesus, who suffered greatly for us out of love. His example motivates us to throw aside sin that wants to wrap around our lives and make us stumble. Anything that stops spiritual growth has to be removed. This includes bad influences from media, friends, and culture. It can even be good things that take our focus away from Christ. We need to be strict and dedicated in order to finish the race strong. The time left grows shorter daily. Many have turned away from God and from loving others. Wrong ideas about truth have spread everywhere. This will increase in the difficult days ahead. Jesus warned that before he returns, many will be fooled and fall away. We must be alert. 
Don't lose energy but keep praying earnestly. Most importantly, love each other deeply. God's love covers all wrongs. The Bible advises us to make the most of opportunities in these evil times. Don't be unwise but understand what God wants. Stay filled with His Spirit. Help save others from the pull of sin. Support each other to stay on the right path. Gently bring back a brother or sister who starts down wrong roadways. But firmly guide those who joyfully run towards evil away from their looping detours. Despite troubles ahead, we can have hope and peace. Fix thoughts on the home Jesus is preparing for us. Stay passionate in service until He comes on the clouds with power and great glory. All God's people will celebrate, come Lord Jesus. The Bible calls us to throw off sin and useless things that slow us down. We must keep our eyes firmly fixed on Jesus. He is our supreme example of enduring suffering because of the joy set before Him. Scripture warns that the final hour is upon us. Many will abandon truth and love. We must stay spiritually awake and alert through prayer. Carefully understand and do God's will, redeeming each moment. With God's strength, we can finish our race of faith with enduring hope in Jesus' soon return. My dear friends, I appeal to you today not to condemn, but to spur one another towards sincere devotion to Christ. We must examine if lukewarm faith defines us, or if we walk empowered by the Spirit unto righteousness. The Lord yearns that none should perish outside of a relationship with Him. Yet Scripture warns of a coming judgment where nominal believers will hear those dreadful words, Depart from me, I never knew you. Though they prophesied, cast out demons, and performed wonders in Jesus' name, He rejects them for lawlessness, lives lacking reverence for God and obedience to His word. How can this be, one might ask? Salvation comes through God's grace received by faith, not earned by works. However, saving faith reforms conduct as well as confession. As James wrote, faith without works is dead. True children reflect their father's nature. Enduring lifestyle obedience marks those genuinely born again. We must avoid two ditches, licenses promoting carnal liberty versus legalism imposing extra rules. But in reacting against man-made traditions, some now tolerate anything, never confronting sin. Free grace becomes cheap grace, rationalizing ongoing disobedience. Yet we need not swing this pendulum to another extreme, doubting eternal security based on performance. Believers still struggle with sin, but hate it rather than celebrate it. God disciplines wayward kids because they belong to Him. His patience allows time for the roots of righteousness to grow, making us progressively more holy. Nevertheless, we cannot use God's mercy as an excuse for complacency. The same Paul who championed justification by faith also wrote to pursue holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Sin's wages remain death, even for the saved. Persistent rebellion reaps chastening if unrepented. Therefore, walk daily in humility and repentance under the shadow of Calvary's cross. Bring your failings quickly to the throne of grace. Examine inner motives to deal with heart issues, not mere external behaviors. Cooperate with the refining fire of the Holy Spirit to purify affection. Die to selfishness, so Christ's resurrection life flows through you. Run with perseverance in the race marked out for you, fortified by God's amazing grace. Friends, this message is not to condemn us, but to wake us all up. Why does Jesus warn that many who do great things in His name will hear, Depart from me? It was because they kept living in sin, not truly making Him Lord. No matter what we do, we can't earn salvation. It's God's free gift when we repent and believe. But real faith changes how we live, not just our words. 
If we say we follow Jesus but keep chasing sin, something's wrong. God gives us grace because we still struggle with sin. But true believers hate sin more and more. God disciplines his children because he loves them. But if we stay rebellious, we'll reap trouble. So don't balance grace with sinning. Support each other to live holy lives focused on Jesus. Get rid of things that slow you down. Pray that God will search your heart and align you with his standards. Stay spiritually awake. We don't know when Jesus will return. Keep watching and praying. Understand and do God's will by reading the Bible and going to a good church, making the most of each moment to gain more of Him. Live carefully and wisely, rooted in love for God and others. Throw off the sin that entangles you, those secret sins that many of us keep. Fix your eyes on Jesus, who suffered and died on the cross for you and me. Cooperate with God's refining fire to purify you completely. Don't blame God for the troubles you cause through sin. Instead, run after holiness because of God's grace working within you. You are loved, and now is the time to turn to Him. Friends, let's wrap up by remembering the key point. We must keep seeking God, or else the world will pull us away from Him. If we don't spend real time in God's Word and prayer, our spirits go hungry. Then it's easy to get trapped again by sin and waste the life Christ died to give us. What a tragedy to stand before Jesus one day, having wasted our chance to know Him, to have lived for things that don't matter in eternity. I beg you, give your whole life and every moment to Jesus while you still can. Right now is the time to wake up and get ready. We don't know when Jesus will return. Don't be caught sleeping when He suddenly comes back. Keep your eyes firmly fixed on Jesus and be filled up with the Holy Spirit. Chase after God with everything in you. Say no to sin that wants to drag you away from Him. Give Jesus the first place in your life. The world is passing away, but God's word stands forever. So stay close to Jesus and live all out for him while it's still called today. This episode of the God Chaser podcast is proudly sponsored by God Chaser Apparel, the clothing line designed to empower and inspire your spiritual journey. Are you a God Chaser at heart? Do you want to share your passion for pursuing God with the world? God Chaser Apparel has got you covered, literally. With a wide range of stylish, high-quality clothing and accessories, you can wear your faith proudly and spark conversations about your pursuit of God's presence. From bold statement tees to cozy hoodies, sleek hats, and much more, God Chaser Apparel has something for everyone. Plus, Every purchase supports our mission to inspire and encourage fellow believers on their journey toward a deeper relationship with Christ. Visit godchaser.faith today to explore our collection and find the perfect piece to express your passion for God. God Chaser Apparel, where faith meets fashion and the pursuit of God's presence becomes a lifestyle. Don't miss out. Head to godchaser.faith now and start wearing your faith boldly. May you not just chase God, but find Him in the blessings, big and small, that He has in store for you. And there we have it, folks. Another episode of God Chaser wrapped up. We hope you've been blessed by today's discussion, and we look forward to diving into more life-transforming topics with you in the future.